0: hello everybody welcome to job jumpers the podcast for those of us who jump from crappy job to crappy job just like myself uh you're here with me connor mack i'll be your host for the evening or the daytime you know whatever uh time of day you you so choose to listen to the episode it's not i I can't control that i can't control that um you could be a morning commute person. You could be listening to it on your commute. You could be listening to it, trying to fall asleep. Maybe just the sound of my voice puts you right to bed. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, today on the show, uh, we've got a very exciting guest. My first international uh, guest, Sophie. She um, is, you know, kind of. Uh, been been through the ringer um, in in NYC and other places with with parmalancing, which I guess is like a, a phenomena where it's like you're freelancing for a website or a magazine um, or something. Uh, you're freelancing, but in a permanent capacity, so they can um, you know give you uh, the the kind of False hope of being a an actual employee of a company um, with none of the benefits uh, like healthcare and all all that jazz, and they can just kind of cut you off anytime, set you free. Um, pretty pretty crappy, pretty crappy if I do say so myself. Um, so that's exciting. Quick update on my life because you all really. You, you you tune in to to hear me talk about my life, right? Um, I did I did end up quitting my job. Um, I I kind of went back and forth because because I went on vacation and uh, and kind of just was calling and sick for the vacation. Then I got back and I just like I was like I don't think I'm gonna do this. I I want there, there there's many things I want to do. I didn't have any of the time working um, you know ten hour days. I had no time for anything else. To even think about looking for another job, so uh, what I I did is I just kind of stopped corresponding with them. You know, I, I guess I kind of ghosted them, um, which I mean I, I I didn't really think through necessarily, um, because they ended up reaching out to me at first. And then, you know, without even giving me an hour to, to call them or email them back, they ended up calling my, my emergency contact, which was my girlfriend. And um, I, should, I should have known that they were going to do that, because I had, I had heard them do, doing that with somebody else who was ignoring them before. And, you know, they, they, they call and they make it out. They're, they're, they're so concerned. They're so concerned about you and your health um they 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 don't care that that uh, you're not at work they just want to make sure you're 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 okay they care for your well-being um but it you know it just it's it's a very disingenuous thing cuz when i heard them them talking about uh doing this to somebody else it it, it was kind of used as like a a manipulation tactic um to get them to come back in or to to get them to to respond to you so i mean it it's it, it i mean i i never ever had that happen to me in a job before um so so that was that was kind of bizarre and startling to me i felt very bad for my my emergency contact my girlfriend uh you know luckily they just left a voicemail but it was you know it's just i feel like it was a little bit of an overreach on on their part um so yeah, now now the search continues for me. I I don't exactly know what I'm gonna do next. Uh right now it's looking like a combination of uh DoorDash and working for FedEx part-time, maybe. Um because I I I, I keep on getting into these administrative assistant positions and yeah i mean they're they're fine i i'm i'm you know capable at uh doing all this work um but man i i it, it, i just really feel dead inside even though you know in a lot of these positions i i i have time to listen to podcasts and stuff it's i, I just feel like i'm a uh rat in a cage for you know what what adds up to like eight to ten hours a day um so i'm I, I might try out some like like a a couple of different part-time gigs um, to keep me a flow that that may end up working better for me I'm not sure i I, uh, I I've never really tried that out so I will keep you all updated if you have any uh suggestions for for you know what to do with somebody who um, you know is a job jumper somebody who doesn't fit in in in, i would say most workplaces uh let me know i i am all ears and uh you know if if you're in the same boat right now reach out well you know i'd love to to chat with you um but anyways enough about me um i i think you'll you'll really enjoy my conversation with sophie here um so without further ado here it is. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Job Jumpers. Um, today on the show, I have my new friend Sophie. Thank you, Sophie, so much for uh, joining me here. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I. I um, we we were just kind of talking about this, but you you are in Australia. Yes, it is correct yeah i'm 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 in america um which i am american though oh, okay okay gotcha <laughs> um, you You just abandoned us
1: uh for now i'm actually coming back um but i, I have been here for about five years so oh wow okay I, um it's it definitely has its has its benefits <laughs> yeah <talking.
0: laughs> yeah i bet you don't really want to come back huh
1: I mean I do I, I do actually want to come back. Um I am planning on moving back to to New York in okay, a few yeah. months. But um yeah, I mean the they do make it make it easier to be a person
0: here. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh unfortunate. I mean, you know, what can what can you do? <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I guess that's kind of a good segue into talking about jobs and stuff because um you know w- w- where do you go for for uh you know however long your your shift is for me it's like a, an 8 hour shift but a lot of the jobs they do they they make you feel like not a person or make it hard to to uh, be a person but um i did want to just like say that it's it's very funny to me cuz i think so far in all of my um chats with people for this podcast I, I've had nobody in my same time zone yet. So, so, so which is very funny because I didn't even think about time zones at all before, you know, contacting people. So, yeah. so I thought that was, you know, because people like me living in you know new england or whatever we we feel like we're the center of the world you know we 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 think (laughs) oh we're so important on the east coast we you know the 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 world revolves around us and you know we forget a lot of the time that no actually it doesn't there's there's other places
1: there are there are indeed other places um in the world um but yeah i mean that's what happens when you recruit from a facebook group i guess yeah (laughs) people are all over the place
0: exactly yeah it's it's a uh, it's true um so i like to start off the show with asking a question that i i think a lot of people get pretty regularly if if they meet somebody new or if they're in like a, a professional situation or or if it's even like a family gathering where you you're kind of like you know, meeting somebody for the first time, or or for the first time in a long time, and people ask you, "What do you do?" And they 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 mean, "What do you do for work?" You know, they mean, "What what do you do for a living?" And uh, it's it's the most annoying question that I'm ever asked. I I dread it every time um, because it's a difficult answer for me to think of. I I could be in, you know, get. God only knows how many situations where I started a job, and I'm like well i'm I'm in this job now, but like I think I'm gonna quit like tomorrow so yeah. you know yeah. so it's a it's a tricky question, so I wanted to ask you, like taking work out of the equation if if it was just taking at face value um Sophie, what do you do as a human
1: um yeah, I mean it is an interesting question um yeah, so I mean it, it was we're gonna get into this but i i did used to be a writer and a Mm. journalist and um i've done all kinds of things i've you know i've been a dj i've done music i've done all kinds of stuff and um when i was a journalist it was really easy to be sort of like well this is what i do and you know because it was it felt like such a satisfying answer you know like oh i'm a writer so i get to like be you know like yeah i do something interesting and creative Mm -hmm. um and yeah so now that that's not the case anymore um i i am pretty comfortable with like talking about my my current work as like i guess like what i do but it's like it doesn't necessarily like encompass like everything i want to do in my life which includes you know i i want to keep doing creative stuff and Uh i want to um you know um do activism and do all Mm. kinds of other stuff that I, that I have done in the past. Um, but it is hard to do that when you have a full-time job that is not, uh, it's a lot easier when your job is the thing that you want to do. Absolutely. (laughs) Do that. Um, but, um, but, still i mean i guess those are those are some of the things i i i do music stuff i do um i do write sometimes on the internet still uh-huh. and i um and i also have a job
0: <laughs> yeah wow that that's that adds a different dimension you know cuz cuz i'm asking people and you know so far no one has like answered like well i'm doing what i want to do you know like mm-hmm. and so to have you at you know being at that point Um, at, at some point in your life, like that, that's, that's kind of, yeah, it it must be so satisfying to be like, well, I'm, I'm a journalist or I'm, you know, if I were to ever say I'm a, I'm a podcaster or something, I mean, that would sound super silly, but, uh, but you know, it's like, wow, damn dude. Like, like how cool you make it that work for you. Um, yeah, yeah
1: I mean, I think, unfortunately, the reality of it is nowhere near as sort of satisfying, yeah. uh, which is one of the reasons I don't do yeah, it yeah Yeah, no, of course. Um, sure. But, yeah. yeah, but it is, I mean, definitely at parties and stuff, it feels pretty good to be like, oh, I'm a writer, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. But, I mean, I also lived in New York until I moved here, and that's very much, like, yeah. the vibe is people being like, oh, you know, I, like, you know, run this, like, cool thing, like, uh-huh. everyone is doing like that, so yeah. it feels very like competitive,
0: to- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I guess you know, you were kind of a uh, a big fish in a big pond. I guess
1: I wasn't a big fish, I or was a small just fish in a big it. pond, <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but yeah, I mean, and you know, half of those people are lying probably too, or exaggerating, <laughs> or their right?
1: parents are rich, and that's well, yes, why they are able yes. to do yes. whatever it is that that's,
0: they're doing. <laughs> that's a great point, and that's like. Ah oh, man, that's kind of like why I wanted to do this cuz like obviously people that have creative aspirations um you know, we we go into it thinking, oh well, you know, we've seen success stories, we've seen people that that have made it to uh something sustainable and and it's like, well, they don't fucking talk about how they have super wealthy parents who gave them a loan yeah. or or support pay their rent or whatever and so yeah i mean that's that's kind of like why i'm i'm interested in the inverse of that and yeah you know going into you know flipping that question on its head uh currently i guess what do you say when people ask you what you do for a living
1: Yeah. Um, so I work at a media agency, which I feel like most normal people don't know what that means. Um, but it sounds good. Uh, but it, um, so I work at this, uh, at this place An agency basically just means that you're working for clients. You're not working for like the internal purposes of your company. You are selling your services to clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I work at this place uh, where most of our clients are uh, not for profits um or their um sort of campaigns like we do like political campaigns and stuff like that um in the equivalent for the US would probably be something like you know a place that works a lot with like the Democrats or okay. like with very like mainstream social causes yeah. um and you know i mean the kind of people that you're probably going to get on this podcast are mostly like leftists and sure, uh, yeah. it, uh i would say it's a lot more centrist than my actual politics um yeah. but it is an interesting job and um i so i do all kinds of stuff i do uh you know help people build websites or um you know have right you know emails to go out to campaigns or yeah. um you know get i run a lot of facebook ads that's like gotcha. of my job so okay. all kinds of like digital stuff for these people who are our clients
0: gotcha that that's that's i mean that's that sounds like a pretty interesting job in itself yeah but it's it's funny because because i i i was thinking about this i was wearing a uh uh i was wearing a bernie Sweatshirt before this, mm-hmm. it got too hot in my room, and I was like, "Oh man, is she gonna think I'm lame if I wear my Bernie sweatshirt?" <laughs> I was like, "Cause I mean, obviously, I feel like, I don't know." He had the mittens on. It's, he has got the mittens on the shirts. I like, couldn't. I couldn't pass pass that up. Like, like
1: yeah, yeah whatever. It's wow.
0: to stand up politician. Yeah. I or mean, whatever, but. no,
1: no judgment from anyone. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think if like like i i don't think i could deal with working at a place like the place i work in the u.s because then i would have more familiarity with
0: like
1: politicians and stuff Uh, that we're working with and i would just be like oh my god i hate these people Yeah, Um, because they're all like centrist and Mm -hmm. stuff um but here i'm a little bit more detached so i'm just kind of like you know and, and like it's it's been a super super interesting place to work and i've learned like a lot um uh from working there that you know could be applied to all kinds of things um but yeah i mean every so often i'm kind of like oh god what are yeah we doing? <laughs> but,
0: no i I, yeah. I i get that for sure but you know i mean you got to pay the bills somehow and
1: and i mean it's a, it's a good job like i can't yeah. uh i can't really complain <laughs> about yeah sure
0: it. you know i i, I you know d- later on in the conversation i'd like to kind of like maybe talk about the differences between like australian and american politics but you know i mean i'm sure there's a lot of differences but um do you do you consider yourself a job jumper
1: yeah definitely i mean i i had a whole lot of different jobs in the past you know i'm 33 now Mm -hmm. so like i've been through quite a few years of sort of doing different stuff and uh you know in my early early 20s i I actually dropped out of college and um because i was uh my family was like we're not going to be able to pay Uh uh, like all these loans for you so Mm -hmm. if you want to stay at uh nyu you're gonna have to do the debt yourself and i was like that's a lot of money and i don't think that that i'm gonna do that um and it actually was like a really good decision in retrospect, because I didn't have student loans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But,
1: and it also meant that I sort of started my career with quotes around it, um, you know, two years early, because I yeah. dropped out of college uh, mm. as a soft after sophomore year so yeah um yeah so i got like an internship doing social media stuff because i've always been like chronically online since i was a teenager and that's been sort of my entire career <laughs> has been based on that smart,
0: smart um, to monetize that because i'm I, I mean i'm <laughs> i'm 29 i've been online for for forever I, I i never was like hey how can i make this how can i you know make <laughs> well, you're money doing it doing now <laughs> yeah well we'll see yeah yeah
1: yeah but um it's it's a it's a mixed blessing because you're like yes this is what i do for work but also this is like my entire life so it's yeah, like you cannot yeah. escape uh, yeah that's, that. that's a good point yeah you, you feel like you have to like you have to follow what's going mm. on online which is yeah. not yeah really fun thing yeah it um, sounds
0: awful for your mental health
1: <laughs> but um but yeah so i first started doing sort of like social media stuff and um and then i ended up being in a band for a little while and
0: i sort nice. of nice what did you what what band it was a mean? very
1: silly band um it was a um sort of twin peaks themed oh, electronic nice. act um but we also did like dj stuff and we did cool. parties, and, you know i was like 22 so it was like yeah. cool who cares i'll yeah. live in a shitty apartment and uh-huh. dj and uh-huh. make a little bit of money and maybe do some freelance work on the yeah. side um and after a few years of that and that band kind of ending uh somewhat acrimoniously. i was like oh god i need to do something else um and i'd been um i so this was like my part of the first job uh-huh. jump or whatever i i had been on tumblr a lot and i mm. had been and that's actually how i got that first internship too was just being on tumblr a lot nice. but um i was writing a lot and i was you know a big music Fan. Um, And so I was just writing like for fun Mm -hmm. about music and stuff on on Tumblr. And I ended up meeting a bunch of actual music critics who were actually writing for publications and stuff and sort of becoming friends with them. And uh, over time, I was like, wait, maybe I could do this for work. Maybe I could actually make money from writing. Um, And i started doing a little bit here and there and by like 2014 i when i was like 24 i actually like started getting jobs doing writing um and i started you know i was sort of like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be a writer like this is what i'm gonna do it it wasn't like that had been my dream my whole life it just sort of happened but yeah um, you
0: kind of fell into it yeah
1: yeah, I was sort of like this is a way to make money that seems good and interesting. And a,
0: yeah, <laughs> and, and it's pretty, yeah. pretty cool being a music fan, I think like that. And like, you know, at the same
1: time I was still like through that whole period I was like, you know, working as a bartender and working in like a jewelry store for a while and like doing all kinds of other stuff. Um, But, um, and I also was like very, very broke. Um, Uh But um, but I eventually like actually got like a a full-time job um, at a, at a blog um, in like 2014. And then from there I sort of, you know, got many other jobs because the thing about the writing world is, uh, it is incredibly unstable and people are constantly yeah. getting laid off and yep. so, like companies are constantly getting shut down. And, you know, some rich person will come and, and make a company of a, a website that they're like, this is great. We're going to like do this thing. And then they'll do it for like six months and then they'll run out of money or they'll be like, this isn't really working out. And yeah. you know, everyone yeah. will lose their jobs. And then you'll be like, okay, where's the next rich person that's gonna fund uh-huh. my life for a few months? Um so yeah, I did that for like I guess about six years. So from like 2014 to like end like mid 2019, uh was that six years, like five, six years, um yeah. that was sort of my job. I was a journalist Uh, Writer, I sort of moved from doing music criticism to doing different kinds of stuff.
0: I did like tech writing. What What are the coolest? uh, I mean, what you know, whatever you want to divulge, but some of the coolest, uh, you know, pieces you wrote or artists you covered.
1: Yeah. So I i think relevant to i guess like the sort of online community where we met each other i did one piece uh that i've actually talked about very briefly on on street fight once um and on um another podcast um about um how as a teenager i worked at the bohemian grove uh okay. like as a server uh-huh. <laughs> um in uh in where i grew up in northern california which was just like a very normal job that lots of kids would would get um oh so goodness. i did i wrote for gawker about that and i interviewed like a bunch of my high school friends and um who had all worked there and and that was really fun um and kind of stressful because that was in the post sort of gawker being sued era and yeah. so it was, like, Like a lot of lawyers, and like being like, oh my god, is this okay? Um, yeah, so that was cool. The other, another thing I'm even below the end piece of sort of like eh, on the one of my favorite things I did was at one point. I mean, one good thing about writing, and especially when I was a freelancer, which was for quite a while, um, is you know, I wasn't tied down to any location, so I could kind of travel while working and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wrote a piece for the baffler about, about being, uh, about volunteering at this like sort of anarchist community center for refugees in Athens, in Greece and, um, and about sort of, you know, the, the anarchist groups that were helping, uh, refugees in Greece and stuff. And that was, you know, just getting to do that and like marginally get paid for it was like an amazing, amazing thing to get to do. And like, that was always something that was really, really cool was when I could sort of, you know write something that I thought had politics that were aligned yeah. with my own or that I felt like you know was getting these ideas out into the into the world um, was always a really cool thing. Um, a lot of being a journalist uh, on the internet, and especially on the sort of blog platforms is just like churning shit out. It's just like, you know,
0: uh-huh.
1: you have to write five posts a day done. Like yeah. you're just like aggregating stuff from the internet. So like when I, when you do get to actually do like a bigger piece of something that's like interesting and that, you know, you care about specifically, like that is always really, really cool. It's refreshing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I did get to do a bunch of cool stuff. I, you know, there were a lot of benefits, especially of being a music journalist, you know, getting into shows for free a lot. That's always a good, yeah, <laughs> a good thing. Sure. Uh, um, yeah. So it was, it was a fun, it was a fun time in yeah. a lot of ways. It was also like incredibly stressful because I never knew how long I was going to be able to work somewhere. Like, as, uh-huh. as you may know, the, uh, the journalism industry is kind of dying. <laughs> so yeah. like.
0: And it's, I mean, uh, not going super well. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And I, I, you know, I feel like that that timeline of that is like those blogs were like really huge, big, important things culturally. Like when you started, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, and then I, I feel like you know that 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 world has kind of blown up a little bit since then. I
1: mean, and it all is because basically of like social media uh-huh. and what the algorithm prioritizes. Yeah. So, you know, and when I first started doing social media and stuff in like 20, 2011, 2012, that was like, right. They was like, right. in during the like ascendancy of stuff like Buzzfeed. And it was like, that's what people wanted to see. That's what Facebook had sort of optimized. Like, ways to get people to to view it and you know it was bringing in all this ad money and that was funding this like explosion of sort of sites like that um and then yeah and then halfway through the 2010s that all kind of just fell apart digital yeah. advertising was not making people money anymore and you know there's been many attempts to sort of recapture that or to figure out how to how to change things to make money uh, a lot of times and now we're in this sort of era where everyone has their own sub stack and everyone's trying to like get you to pay for like yes. them individually as yeah. a writer, yeah. um, which is like, I don't know how sustainable that is. Very
0: fragmented. For most and... people
1: it is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah. So things have changed quite a bit. Um, so by the time of like 2019, when I, when I uh, was sort of approaching uh this this era of like i don't know if i can do this anymore um Uh. i had moved i had moved uh here with my with my partner who is australian um who i met in new york and um i had been writing for the website splinter um for about a year doing that sort of like write up a news story in your own voice not actual reporting just aggregation you know four posts a day Mm. kind of Thing, which is still sort of like a semi semi viable way to run a website um and uh, I had been on and I, the other thing is that is important to note from like a labor perspective is almost all of the jobs I had were what are called permalance so yeah, that, I you, you not mentioned that phrase
0: an yeah that that, <laughs> that 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 sounds like such a uh, like you know twisted kind of like <laughs> word where you know kind of like sounds sounds appealing at first and then you're like wait a second
1: yeah Yeah. no it's it's technically illegal like it's not (laughs) you're not supposed to have people who are freelancers but are supposed to be you know at work a certain time every day like that's not if, if if you are at work a certain time every day and expected to fulfill like you know the the functions of a employee then you're supposed to be an employee but yeah, yeah. a lot W4 of digital publications just get around they just ignore it basically yeah. so it's like what are you going to do sue them like you uh-huh. don't have like <laughs> the resources to do something like that uh-huh. so it just means they can get away with paying you you know whatever fifty thousand bucks a year no benefits no you know time off no whatever yeah, because yeah. you're you're technically a, a contractor so mm-hmm. um and that was very common i think all but maybe one job I had was was verbal hands. Wow. so it was, it's like, it just adds to the level of like instability and stuff because you're like I can get let go at any moment. Like they don't really have to like fire me; they they just can be like, "Oh, your contract is ending." They can just like, stop!
0: You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and. uh, you know, you—that means you don't have health insurance, you don't have any of that stuff. So that was also a major reason why I was just like, I don't know how much yeah, I can do this. I mean, because
0: it, it's fine for a little bit, I guess, especially if you're younger. But then, I mean, yeah, it's like, man, I I really have to live as a real person, and like, you know, I can't keep <laughs> yeah, doing this like maybe I may need
1: to do things in my life. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. so you know, I was doing that for for Splinter and after so they gave me like a one-year contract and they because and what's one thing that i think is really interesting is that even at unionized companies they would still do this like so you know there was this whole wave of Ah, uh, digital media unionization, which yeah. is great. So, like you know, uh, Slinter was part of Gizmodo, and that they had unionized, which is awesome. But permalancers aren't covered by the union, so you know it's a way to sort yeah, of, of get over- around that. And they had, you know, to their to their credit, they the the other workers had put something in the union contract about permalancers, saying basically like you can't just keep doing this forever you can have a permalancer for a year and Mm. then after that you need to either offer them a job or get rid of them. Of course, what happened in practice is that after a year they would just get rid of you you,
0: because you're disposable. They They can replace you.
1: (laughs) So I had been a permalancer for a year and after a year they got rid of me. And that was the kind of moment where I was just like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Like I like, (laughs) I don't really want to do this anymore. Like I was like, I sort of went back to school online and was sort of like, maybe I'll become a therapist or something. I don't know. Like okay. I was just kind of like, I have no idea what to do. Yeah, uh, but something but, else for um,
0: sure. I need to do something. Yeah. Else. I
1: was just like, I, I can't keep doing this. This is driving me insane. Um, But um, cause I've been laid off like three or four different times too. <laughs> I had like these other jobs because it, it's just such a mess in that yeah. industry. Um, the hits. So keep you're just coming. sort of like facing down Like just this is just going to keep happening. Mm. Like I'll have a job for a little while, and it'll be okay, and then out of nowhere, it's all going to come crashing down. Yeah, you're going to have to figure it out all over again. And And
0: I'm sure at that point, you could you know see kind of the with with the climate with these companies like well how how long can these you know big websites or digital publications like keep this up like you know you got to think like at a certain point like i'm not going to be able to find any jobs even if they are uh you know yeah one what you know a year or less and then they
1: yeah and i mean that had already been the case Like, like i had been freelance like fully freelance for like three years because i wasn't able to find like a staff position and you know i sort of had like a few sort of like anchor gigs of people mm. what people call them where it was like, you know, okay, I'm doing like two days a week for this person. I'm, I'm doing like this one recurring thing that happens every week. But uh, other than that, you know, freelance. Um, and that is, it's really, really hard to make a living yeah. uh, doing that. Most people who are do make a living doing that are like either famous or they have money just yeah. somehow, uh-huh. but, um, so, yeah, so after I got, you know, not fired because it was just my contract ended uh, at, <laughs> at Splinter, uh, I was just sort of like looking online, like, what, what, what else can I do? And I was looking at, you know, uh, a website here where you could find sort of editorial type jobs. And I f- saw one for like a not-for-profit doing, you know, this not-for-profit had some magazines that they published and, you uh, and, you know, they were looking for someone who had Some journalism experience who could do that But who could also do, like, their other, like, comms Stuff, and I okay. was like, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll try a for this And I got it, and I was like Oh, okay um, And so I ended up Working at this place for, like, Two and a half years, and it was Like an environmental sustainability Not-for-profit um, Another industry that Has all kinds of weird stuff going yeah. on in the not-for-profit World. I've, um, I've heard but... a lot
0: about you know non-profits and
1: <laughs> yeah um but to me at first i was like this is like heaven i don't have to worry about money i'm just getting like a mm-hmm. paycheck like yeah this is awesome like this isn't that hard i still get to write somewhat uh-huh. um and over time i sort of transitioned at that job from doing editorial doing writing for their publications to doing other stuff, doing like events and doing, Mm. which I have done in my life in the past, but like, you know, doing communications and events and all this other stuff. Um, And it was sort of like, this is cool. Like, I'm happy with this. Like, I think my feeling was sort of like, I could do this kind of work for the rest of my life and feel okay. about. Like I could feel like I'm not, you know, even though again, like at that place, just like the place I'm working at now, like, the the politics are kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can,
0: you can kind of tune it out, put it aside, and you can, yeah. Like I'm not actively
1: life. making the world a worse place. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of like fine. That's like, a win. You know?
0: That's a win under yeah, capitalism.
1: they like, are like this is fine. Um. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh. It was a kind of like it wasn't like a super super intentional sort of like jump in what i was doing but it, it was also something where i was just like i need to do something else because i can't yeah. like keep doing this uh anymore and i and i was able to kind of keep doing a little bit of writing like on the side with this job because that job was was not that hard like it was like uh it, it was a pretty like low stress uh, yeah, job yeah. In, in general <laughs> so i was able to sort of sneak in some other yeah stuff on that's the side.
0: that's my favorite kind of job is is where you know a job where i have room to dream and to like you <laughs> know work on creative stuff in the in between you know but
1: yeah, yeah just
0: like you i feel like at a certain point it's just like man i'm like why I don't want to sit in this chair every day.
1: (laughs) Do you do like, like office type? Yeah. So, well,
0: so I, I come from, um, hospitality. I, I, I worked in hotels for like seven and a half years. Um, but for the last year and a half, two, two years I've been doing office work. I've been doing admin assistant work. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I'm dealing with now. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's easy at times but also it can be very frustrating because i just feel like I'm, I'm i'm you know in a cage i guess i don't know it's uh
1: yeah there's there's some weird sort of pluses and minuses of doing uh, like desk work, I guess is like, and I think like especially like thinking about a lot of the other people who are you know in say like the Street Fight Facebook group, which yeah. is where I met you. Like I constantly am like, oh my god, I'm like so lucky. Like I Absolutely. don't have to like lift heavy things. I don't yeah. have to like break my body, and I am getting paid like a salary instead yep. of like by the hour. Like you know, it's pretty fucking good on the other hand it's still like it does kind of like break your soul a little bit over time like it does like you know and and there are things about it that are that are frustrating and that that make you sort of feel like yeah i don't know i I think having like an easy job for example this is something i think about a lot and something i've like written about a little bit um you know i was i was a big fan of like david graber um before he died Mm -hmm. and um bullshit jobs was like a really really influential yeah. thing to me but i do think that like that kind of sucks to have a job where you you're like this is so easy and yet i feel this constant sense of like guilt of like why am i not working hard or like i yeah. need to, like yeah, like you know. Oh no, I need to like. Even if you have like you know anti-capitalist politics sure. or whatever, it's really hard to like get rid of that voice. That's sort of like you need to be really good at this. You need to like keep working definitely. harder. Or, like yeah, yeah. yeah There's there inherent pressure around. Yeah, that's kind of like a thing <laughs> that yeah, it's, definitely. it's hard to shut off. um
0: Yeah, I but, mean, yeah. it's it's just this thing where it's like I I mean i have that drive where i'm like okay you know i i know what to do i know how to do it you know but i i've got like a voice inside my head and i'm just like well i'm gonna try and like figure out how to do as little as possible and yeah (laughs) and like i it it, yeah it just feels bad i'm like i'm like i know the hammer is gonna drop at some point if i don't yeah That's
1: the, there's this constant like anxiety yes. of like they're gonna catch on exactly. or like, gonna, like yep. something's gonna find someone's gonna find out and like yeah. most of the time that's not true no like, it's not most of the time yeah people, yeah well like think you're doing an amazing job exactly. when you're not really doing very much and that's yeah. like a very weird and like disconcerting thing about about that kind of work is yeah. it's like there's this constant sort of facade of like Oh everyone's so busy. Everyone's like working so hard and like it, it doesn't always match up to like what your actual experience No.
0: Is. No, I mean and a lot of the time like like your your superiors or whatever are are too busy to really pay attention and and so then you know yeah. if you get your your shit done they I mean they don't assume the worst they're like oh they're doing a good you know good job and
1: Yeah yeah yeah.
0: I've had like so many reviews where you know I'm talking to my girlfriend and I'm like yeah I think they're going to like write me up or I'm going to get you know be let go or whatever and then we get to the review and they're like yeah you're doing a great job keep it up and like oh okay Yeah yeah, right. yeah wow.
1: That has its own sort of like psychic toll I yeah, think though yeah. because you kind of like well, what is going on? Like, why is this normal? But like, it, uh-huh. it is very, yeah. very normal. In, yeah. uh, in like office work. And it also, I feel like for me, at least like probably just because I like, am a guilty person, but like, <laughs> I have this sense of like, why do I get to have this life where I yeah. don't have to like work? I'm not like struggling to the level of other people. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's completely unfair. Like, it's not like, Uh, what should be happening um but you're like well what am I gonna do this I know what it is (laughs) like you know Uh um it's it's a weird I mean I think for you like as someone who uh worked in hospitality like i do think that there is something i mean obviously working with real people in the world has a lot of drawbacks and sucks a lot of the time yeah. and working jobs where you have to work like long hours and you have to like you know be on your feet all the time is really hard mm-hmm. on the other hand like you know my my partner is also he's a he's actually still a writer uh, most of the time yes. a writer and an ed- editor and um but he's also worked a lot in, like, the construction industry. And um, that's kind of, like, his fallback if mm. he doesn't have work as, like, he has a, you know, can go work, you know, on a construction site. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he always talks about how, like, those jobs, even though they're physically really demanding, there is a sense of sort of, uh, of, sort of pride or of sort of accomplishment when you're like, I did that thing, you know? Like, Definitely. those bricks were over there and now they're over there. Like, yeah. I physically change the environment by it's like something to the
0: brain when you can see the yeah. the product of your labor you know
1: yeah and yeah. you don't get that on the like working on a computer all day no you're just like no. oh i just sat here all definitely day definitely <laughs> i mean yeah i
0: i've i've worked at restaurants and even in hotels when there's like a a rush or it's a weekend or whatever and it's crazy and you're 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 running around and you're all scrambled and all hell is breaking loose and then you know at the end of the day you're like damn i did that you know <laughs> like, yeah yeah like yeah, i i th- that sure. you know that was awful but like man i can't I, <laughs> you know I, I can't believe yeah I, I thought it does you the sense
1: of like accomplishment i yeah. think that is is often pretty elusive in uh in the kind of work that that i do now and i mean have done for my whole career like yeah that that was one of the things that like you know there there were lots of cool things about being a writer um talking to interesting people like you know it was it was a really cool thing to get to do in a lot of ways but then there was a sense of like just churning shit out and that that was like completely meaningless mm-hmm. and just felt like you know especially in the sort of blogging world where it's just like okay all you're doing is taking stuff that's already been on another website and writing up a slightly different version of that to put on your own website yeah. and just doing that over and over and over again all day uh just to like sort of feed the the facebook algorithm yep. or the, yeah. like whatever it's like you're like this is really really pointless and um, it just doesn't feel that kind of stuff just does not feel good <laughs> like, you're just like what yeah. am i doing um but um so yeah i think what i get to do now in some ways i do feel like a little bit more in in some ways like on the on a day-to-day level i get a a greater sense of fulfillment because i'm like oh okay i'm getting to like learn things like you know i think like learning things is a really like nice part of work Mm -hmm. like if you even if that stuff is like you know how to you know how to help project manage a website or whatever. It's still like an interesting thing to get to, to get to learn and to be like, oh wow, I helped like create this thing, even if it's just like a website yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. That kind of, yeah. That kind yeah. Of thing. Um,
0: it still and, kind of scratches that itch.
1: And, and also like, you know, the place I work now, even if, you know, it has its, it has its downsides. Like you do get to see us actually influence the real world, which is, is, both interesting and also kind of scary sometimes uh-huh. you're like oh wow we can yeah. really like change what happens There's out there um and that can be cool like especially when it's working on something that i actually really care about like we work on like you know disability campaigns to like yeah. improve you know the the system that they have here for uh the, to support people with disabilities and stuff nice. and that's like really cool and i'm like Definitely. oh i really believe in this and stuff yeah so.
0: Yeah. that I mean, I, I, I feel like that is the biggest, you know, cause I mean, I'm, I'm not a, like a, you know, physical labor guy. I'm, I'm, you know, very, <laughs> very weak and, and I haven't really had, had any physical labor jobs, but you know, when I'm working at a place and I feel like I am like making a difference and like those moments for me and like my career have been very, very small, you know, yeah. but, um, but, but yeah, they, it, it like really, it, it feels good. It feels good to, um, help people in any yeah.
1: way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, you know, it all comes with like caveats cause like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I'm helping like this thing, but it's like, is that really going to make much of a difference? Like, I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, like it's a
0: double-edged sword yeah. in, you know, the yeah. kind of modern political, um, you know, structure, I guess. Because yeah,
1: but like, yeah. what are you gonna do? I know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, just, you can't
0: you can't single handedly. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Fix that. Um. Yeah. So I only have a few more minutes. So if you if you have anything to like yeah. wrap up, with, I'm happy to, awesome. happy to do that.
0: Yeah. So um, before we, you know, I kind of wanted to ask again about the difference between kind of, you know, I I know you kind of didn't do much work in like the political realm in America, but i mean just based on kind of a uh cursory knowledge of it like what are the differences you know between working in that system in australia i guess
1: yeah i mean it's a really big question about um yeah and i I did do like political like writing and stuff in the u.s i'm also just like you know a weirdo who like
0: cares about this stuff so
1: i I do have like
0: who's online all the time
1: Yes, I'm someone who's online all the time (laughs) and, um, you know, have done, like, you know, I volunteered for, like, the burning campaign and stuff like that, but um, it's... uh, I would say the major difference is it is less polarized here. Like, Uh it is not... We're not nearly as far down the, like, you know, everyone absolutely hates each other and, like, cannot, sort of, like, communicate on, like, a basic level. Uh That's not... Is not nearly to the same extent here. People don't like identify with their political beliefs to the same extent that they do in the U S like not
0: like red team, blue team as much. Not quite
1: like, you know, it's, it's, uh, there are definitely people who are quite like political here, but like in general, what I always say is I think it's just like a higher standard of living. And I think that contributes to on one level, a sense of sort of like complacency where people are just kind of like, things are okay for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't really need to, like, get too upset about stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I can just kind of live my life and, and that's okay. Um, you know, the other thing is that it's just on a sort of basic structural level. It's a parliamentary system. So yeah, yeah. there's a president and that means that it's there's less of this sort of, like, cult of personality around mm-hmm. political figures. When you're electing someone you're really electing your local your local minister and that yeah. they then go on to form a government and you know there is a leader of that of, of that government and there's a leader of that party but like it's not quite the same level as in the u.s where you're voting for a person you're yeah. voting for that person to lead the country and i think that sort of switches how things work a definitely little bit yeah it it makes it less about sort of and and the other thing is campaigns here are like you know for for the there was a federal election like last year that actually switched like the the party that was in in government from the conservative party to the like progressive-ish you know party um labor party which is now in in government and um that campaign was literally like a month long (laughs) it was like wow it was it was like so short. It was so, so short. So different. And the campaigns are funded by the government. There's very not nearly the level of like p- money and politics. Yeah, here special interest. So
0: lobbying.
1: that that changes things a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so there are a lot of big differences. It doesn't mean that things are like perfect here at all. Like yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of problems here um in a lot of ways. Um, but it is not i would say we're not nearly as far into like complete like just breakdown of institutions and shit that has happened in the u.s yeah yeah
0: well that's i mean that that's good to hear i mean i i hope uh you know i pray the the neoliberal hellscape d you know doesn't um infect you guys as as... i
1: mean no there definitely is a neoliberal landscape, but it's like it's working better for people gotcha (laughs) it's like it's you know like the the labor party is very neoliberal like they're very much on that wavelength it's just like there's only 25 million people here like it's a pretty rich country like they there's a lot of money kind of to go around and like for and there, there is, you know, there is a much, much stronger social safety net than in the U.S. Yeah, There's much, yeah. much better accommodation for for people, and so it's like, it's like, you know it's kind of going okay as long though, as that
0: lasts as long as you know that keeps then you'll be well in it's shape. going
1: it's going downhill i mean they, yeah. there are strong forces of like doing like oh we're not you know it's not like the uk there's no nhs there's uh-huh. like okay,
0: the, okay you know yeah, the yeah,
1: medicare yeah. is like a is basically like private public partnership so there's okay. a lot of that kind of like pr- like privatizing of things that are then still paid for by the government but mm-hmm. like you know Companies are are making money off. Yeah, them, of course. So. You,
0: you you just can't get away from it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Sophie, thanks again for for spending time talking to me. I really really yeah, appreciated it. Um, do you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to shout out before we? wrap things up
1: Uh, i mean i guess i have a sub stack i write on it every like six months or something i can like send you the link to it right now my job hasn't allowed like a lot of time to to do that stuff but um i am you know moving back to the u.s in a few months and i will have a different job at some point so i might have more time to do that stuff in the future well Um, i
0: I uh, I'll link that in the uh, show notes, and I wish you luck cool. on the move. Hopefully, it's not too terrible a transition, and uh, yeah, <laughs> let's 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 chat again sometime. Cool, sounds good. Awesome. All right, thanks cool. so much. Thank you. Have a good night. Well, there you have it. Thank you again to Sophie for uh, coming on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, good luck to you in the future and uh, moving back back home from from Australia. Um you can find Sophie's Substack at uh it's inside the ripple.substack.com. I will be linking that in the show notes. So, please uh check out her writing. If you are a fellow job jumper and you want to guest on the podcast, or if you just want to tell me your story and I and, and I can read a, read it on the show, either way, I, I, I would love to connect with you. Uh, that is to be sent to jobjumperspod at gmail.com jobjumperspod at gmail.com uh, for any and all inquiries. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at jobjumperspod. Please Head on over to Apple Podcasts to uh, rate and review the show. Please uh, give us five stars. Um, if you know if if you're not prepared to give us five stars, then at least four. Okay, come on, at least four. You know, don't go any lower than four. That's that's uh, that's when you get into you know murky territory like people look at that and they're like oh this show might not be that good i don't know um so yeah four 4.5 five stars that's the range that i am looking for um and if you if you really have to go lower than four if you really really have to go lower than four then please just please keep it to 3.5 3.5 at the lowest okay I I I'm, I'm begging you at this point. If if uh, if you don't like, don't feel like we are a four or five star podcast, then three point five is uh, please. That that's the lowest you can go. I am uh, begging you. Um, if you really don't like us, like at a push, you could maybe maybe give us a three. At just at, at a push, but that's the end of the road. You know, that's like uh, you're you're just beyond fed up with our crap. Uh, then th- th- That's when when you would give us a 3 um, But if you're just like Generally discontent with the podcast Then keep it at a 3.5 or above uh, Now I mean uh, you know, Of course if you really freaking hate us If you really just abhor us If you just really cannot stand The concept of the podcast You can't stand me or uh, Just any aspect of it Then you know I, 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 I guess a 2.5 is not Out of the realm of possibility um, But I think that's A very extreme It's a very extreme uh, situation There you know and you'd have to have a lot of Hate in your heart to, to get to that Point um, so I mean I, I Don't even foresee that happening But uh, I'm, I'm just saying It is it is possible You know and I mean it, Two or Lower if you were to Rate us a two or lower than what I would assume is that, you know, like maybe you were like sleepwalking one night and picked up your phone and were just like mindlessly pressing buttons and you got to the podcast app and like you, you accidentally rated it a, a 1, you know, or 1.5 stars. But that is it for me, folks. Have a great day and keep on jumping.